in his second and third runs of the game. Happy Sunday morning, everyone. This is Jacob Milham here, and I am happy to report the Royals actually won a game. Yes, we're going to have a positive Royals recap here on the Royals Rundown podcast for the first time in quite a while, honestly. it's uh, We're four weeks into the season. The Royals only have five wins, but... This one so far was probably the most enjoyable game that we have seen from the Royals in the 2023 season. A lot of great moments, a lot of batters stepping up, and you know a couple of pitchers even stepping up, even though it was a eight-run game by the Los Angeles Angels. But if you want more to-the-minute and immediate updates on all things Kansas City Royals, please go check out RoyalsReview.com. They have immediate game recaps, stats, analysis, everything you could want as a Kansas City Royals fan. But let's go ahead and get right into it. So honestly, I'm I'm out here on the East Coast. So trying to tune in and watch and digest a whole game that doesn't start for me until like almost 10 is uh, is a little tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. So that's why this is coming out the very next day. But that is a okay. So. Yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't call it a dominant win because it, uh, it it shouldn't be called that. I know it was a three-run win, but there was a lot of moments where it felt like the Angels were giving Royals chances to win the game. We've seen that in plenty of games before this season, but what was different about Saturday night's game against the Angels is the fact that the Royals actually capitalized upon those chances the angels had had two errors and both of those errors contributed to runs later on in their respective innings it was i it just seemed like there was a different kansas city royals lineup out there and also speaking of the lineup i do want to give some kudos to matt quatrero so his decision to bring in nicky lopez pinch hit um, Nicky Lopez for Nate Eaton, excuse me, really kept the Royals scoring going. Nicky came in, he he didn't notch a, a hit because it was a it was an error, but he did get an RBI and is only at bat, and that kept the lineup going, and that proved in some instances to be the difference in this game. So kudos to Macotero for for doing that. In that spot, it was um, looking back on it. It was very much a like, oh yeah, like that was that was a great matchup for to have Lopez in there. That was a great spot to put him in there. And but this whole episode is going to come back to the fact that the Royals capitalized upon that. Okay, the whole the whole narrative about this Royals offense so far has been them struggling with runners in scoring position. It's it's one of the worst among all of MLB. I haven't checked after Saturday night's game, but they were so far behind previous to Saturday that I'm comfortable in saying that it's probably still among the worst. But Saturday night against the Angels, the batters got it done. They were seven for 14 with runners in scoring position. They just kept it kept it going. And it was a lot of folks that you, I wouldn't say that you wouldn't expect but looking at the lineup, you wouldn't say like, oh, yeah, they were, you know, they were obviously going to be the best members of the Royals offense. We have to give our kudos to, to Hunter Dozier because his opposite field double 
in the ninth inning really like put the nail in the coffin for the Kansas City or excuse me for the Los Angeles Angels because ahead of his at bat the it was it was a one run game so it was it's still very much it would have been uh what's the word it would have been very nerve inducing to have the angels coming up with some of their best batters. Well, not some of them, the best batters coming up against Scott Barlow, who has not been great this season, but he singled. It was a, it was a line drive. There was like, it was a no doubter just to right field. It didn't, it didn't have to go over the fence. It just did enough. It brought around Salvador Perez. It brought around Matt Duffy. And even though he got out, it it still, it was the pivotal moment. At that point, it was 11 to 8. And all Scott Barlow had to do was not implode. And he did. That's a, you know, we're giving out kudos here after a win. Scott Barlow, he came in and he had a 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3 inning. That is what you want from a pitcher of Scott Barlow's repertoire, if you will. It was, I'm so disappointed that I've gotten to the point where I get nervous when I see Scott Barlow coming up, but he came in and he got it done. He really did one inning, two strikeouts, no hits, no earned runs. And the Royals left that night as victors over the Los Angeles Angels. They also prevented the Angels from moving to 500 as the Angels themselves currently sit at 10 and 11, or excuse me, move above 500. The Royals, they're still uh, they're still pretty well below that watermark in their own right. But I don't have to remind you about that. We all, we all know where these 2023 Royals are sitting in the win column right now. There was there was just a lot to like from this game. If you now I know if you're in the Kansas City area, it pr- it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense for you to subscribe to MLB TV. I do since I'm I'm out of area and I get the Royals games. I really hope that that is a platform MLB uses to end the blackouts in the coming future. But if you do have a subscription, I would very much suggest going back and watching the condensed game for this or even just pull up YouTube and watch the watch the highlights that MLB's YouTube puts out after every single game. There's a lot of good moments in this game. But the overall takeaway that I have from this game is this shows that these Royals are going to fight back. They really will. They're not going to roll over and just give up. Okay, the the Angels, they had the what do you want to call it? The the win probability advantage several times in this game. They did. Well, look at it. After after Trout's Homer, whew, man, that was a blast. Their win probability was up to 70%. And it kept going back and forth, back and forth. After Hunter Renfro, who had an amazing game, 
he probably really kept the angels in this game and kept it a nail biter on his own. His double at the bottom of the eighth, whew, that swung it up to 74% for the angels. And just, and the, the biggest swing, the biggest swing of the game, Matt face, their catcher hit his first home run of the year in the bottom of the eighth. And the Angels took it eight to six. At that point, I was, I wouldn't say I, was, I wasn't checked out of the game, but I was like, man, I was pretty resigned at that point. I was like, man, they let one slip away. They really could have, they really could have had a good feeling win. And Los Angeles' win probability, according to Baseball Savant, that's where I'm getting all these percentages from 93.2%. The Royals went into the ninth with a single digit percentage of having a chance to win. But man, 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 did those Royals batters just light up their closer. I really, I was listening to the game on the radio, so I have not had a chance to visibly review Kyle Isbell's home run that was overturned. But I yelled when I heard Jake Eisenberg call that I yelled at the top of my lungs. It was, it was late here. It was almost the AM here and I'm just sitting in my kitchen, just screaming like, yes, the Royals are in this game. They did not roll over and give up. They kept pushing. They just they they just wouldn't quit. And it's something out of, you know, maybe that's something out of Hollywood. But if this was a higher leverage game, everyone would be talking about it because this was a very exciting baseball game in general not just as a Royals fan coming away with a win, but it was a back and forth affair that was scoreless through the first two innings. Like usually in these high scoring games, you see a lot of runs being put up, you know, when the starting pitcher hasn't quite settled in or just the bats come out crazy hot. But no, the Royals struck first in the top of the third. And, Every inning after that, except for the seventh, a new run was put up on the scoreboard by either team. And the Royals had a freaking five-run ninth inning, for goodness sakes. It was very, very exciting. If you have a chance to go re-watch this game, because I know I am, I know I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch the condensed game at least, ahead of this afternoon's series finale in Los Angeles. Do it. Because this is, I'm, I'm already predicting this. At the end of this season, Royals fans will look back on the April 22nd game as one of the best Royals wins of the 2023 season. It might be one of the few, but it'll still be one of the best. Coming up courtesy of Bally Sports, we'll have post-game audio from Hunter Dozier, who got an on-field interview, thankfully. Matt Quattrero and Zach Grenke. Stay tuned. 
Great to have a guest, first and foremost. That means the Royals win. Hunter, you guys have been grinding so hard, not getting the breaks. Tell me about the emotions of tonight and the back and forth. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Um, fun game to be a part of, for sure. Uh, just glad we got the win. We were able to fight back, um, just keep fighting back, and I think that just kind of defines this team. Mentally, too. I mean, you, you think you're out of Carlos's inning and then suddenly figure out that there's a balk. you got to come back out. It, it's been such a a tough go lately too how have you been able to, to stay positive yeah you just got to come to the field every day uh forget what happened yesterday keep working hard um sunflower seeds Vinny. it's nice to see some celebration but uh yeah you just got to keep keep coming to the field and keep working hard and uh keep getting after it, playing hard things are going to turn we got a lot of you know talented guys in the locker room and um we're gonna be fine two more things as we get seeds and some fireworks coming first off you guys have been hitting the ball so hard sometimes you got to just get those soft ones to come in too but isn't that often a sign that maybe the, the warm is turning yeah i hope so i mean it's always good to see uh some hits fall out there um like you said we've been hitting the ball hard um just right at people so it's good to have some hits fall and uh good to get a win finally tell me about that ninth inning again backs against the wall but just the patience of this team too you get the hit batsmen the walks and then obviously a big hit for you yeah it was an incredible uh ninth inning um just it was fun to be a part of guys having really good at bats in the ball hard um i was just trying to honestly do whatever i can to bring another run in um yeah it was a fun game great job tonight for everybody we'll see you back here looking for the series win tomorrow sounds good thanks joel all right resilience you know the guys have been down it's hard to quantify like how somebody feels up there at the plate but to have pretty good at bats throughout the night and then really put up the big inning late when you know they have their closer in there and somebody that had an effective inning last night against us and see some really good at bats was really encouraging and even some kind of soft hits i mean the things that fell it you know hits that fell in that in the past hadn't been falling in sure i mean like like we talked about like things need to go your way a little bit you know you get a number of balls that are hit hard over the last couple weeks that don't find holes and then you know it starts to even out it seemed like there were a lot of ways to produce runs the hardest balls after a nice hit to the fourth and then just putting the ball in play in the sixth inning yep. allowing the defense to make a mistake and then the ninth inning allowing the hit by pitches and yeah. Yeah, if you're going to get hit by pitch, it's better to do it when the bases are loaded, right? Or you get you get start a rally rather than just get hit for, for nothing. But, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you looked at that sixth inning, and that's what Nicky does. You know, he puts the ball in play consistently, got down the line in a hurry, made them make a tough play, and, and it, it worked out to our advantage. About the uh, with Hernandez on the mound and the, the play at the end, I, I'm assume, we're assuming it was a balk. They never really said exactly. What was the ex explanation for you? You're, you're not allowed to go out there to argue or talk about a balk, um, and I certainly didn't want to get kicked out at that time. Um, it was frustrating. I did not go back yet to look at. I'm assuming it was just that he didn't stop, but in the uh, in the moment when the it's the third out of the inning, it was definitely a frustrating time. Thank you after after that play.
Yeah, no, that's exactly what they did. They, they were resilient. They persevered. And the fact that in the dugout, I can be honest with you, like the, the losses and tonight, the guys are in the game from pitch one to the last out. So you, you got to give them credit for that. And tonight it worked out in our, to our advantage. You said the, the losses and tonight yeah. in the dugout. Was that kind of like the, the mentality in that ninth inning? No, I'm saying in the games that we have lost, they're still into every pitch throughout. So you give them credit for staying with that mentality, and eventually you break through. What is the official ruling on that? It builds, it, it became a double. It looks like it, it's like, like reaction from the Renfro, too. Right. We thought, uh, you know, again, I have not gone back to look, but we thought it was a home run. Our, our replay official thought it was a home run. But to Izzy's credit, he kept running. So that's why they awarded him third base, because that's reviewable as well, the placement of the runners. So when they go to New York, they review the, the batted ball and the placement of the runner. So he, him continuing to run got us that extra 90 feet. Stuff wasn't real sharp, but uh, team played really good, and so it ended up being a great game. Uh, just yeah, stuff wasn't super sharp today. It was the biggest issue for me. Renfro, you know, seems to has given you trouble in the past. I mean, what specifically does he do? Just strong, strong hitter out there. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he has done good off me. Mainly on off speed, I think, which was what he hit again today. Um, he started off getting hits every time off me, and then I think I started getting him out pretty good. And then today he got that good hit today. Talk about the overall feeling of this of the team now that you had this you know big offensive outburst, came come back to win. This is like the veteran leader of this team. What do you what do you sense in that ninth inning? Uh, we just gotta get it all working together. Or Offense has been doing pretty good lately, I feel like, besides uh, yesterday, but that was kind of a pretty tough matchup. Um, but pitching has been struggling a little bit the last week or so, and so we just got to get it synced up a little bit a little bit better. You did a pretty good job against Tani. How was it? I mean, uh, made some good pitches, but also he took there's two two or three pitches he could have hit so got, got a little lucky today on that how hard it is to face like after trout or even like Otani trout or trout Otani? yeah and then I mean also Rendon's one of the better hitters I've faced over the last 10 years um, and so it's pretty it's pretty tough uh, almost every team's got a tough top of the order and this this team same thing just Left it up there. Yeah, it was a bad curveball, but that's what I got beat on all day today was my curveball, and we knew it was going to be bad going into the game, and then for some reason I kept throwing it. So uh, that was didn't work out good. <laughs> That is going to do it for this edition of the Royals recap presented by Royals Review. Please go check out all the work from the team over at RoyalsReview.com. You can also follow them on Twitter and on Facebook at Royals Review. But thank you everyone for supporting me once again. This is Jake Milham. And until next time, go Royals!